Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path of recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Lenny, how are you this morning? Mikey, good morning, man. It's great to have coffee with you. I always love having coffee with you. It's good stuff I'm excited about today. We're talking about step one. This is good. Sober.coffee. First step, my friend. Step one, man. That's uh, looking forward to digging in. Right. So step one, uh, as I read... Uh, it says, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. That's a loaded sentence right there. Yeah, you know, one of the things as we dig into these steps is, you know, I really learned the value of words, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, part of my surrender story is, you know, I, I surrendered to the words, you know, and, and, and normally my ego says, well, they used the wrong word there. Or that doesn't apply to me. But part of my surrender says, hey, I look at the words and I absorb them as they're written. Um, you know, and, and, and one of the first words that, that pop out is the word we. Right. You know, this is no, no longer an I program. This, this is a we program. All right. I don't know how that plays out, but isn't, isn't in the 12 steps, I mean, the words we, us, and our, uh, it's got to be 15 oh, plus amazing. times, yeah, right? Totally. So it's not nowhere. Nowhere in there does it say I. Yeah, and a couple other words. One is admitted, right? Admitted, right? You know, sometimes, you know, external forces, you know, spouses, bosses, mm-hmm. you know, force issues down on us, mm-hmm. right? Say, Mikey, you have a problem with drinking, right. right? But that's one force. But you know, for us to say, hey, we admit it, right? right. The word right. admitted's key. Um, you know, then you look at the word powerless, right? It's so hard for me because. Wow, life is you, you know, you're I'm in a fixer. control. I'm in control. You're a fixer. You right. know, people come to you to fix things, right? So, so now all of a sudden for you to say you're powerless. That's right. Well, that's tough. Yeah, totally foreign. And then um, lives have become unmanageable. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we call it an understatement right there? So I think we have redefined that word. Yeah, um, right. You know, chaos, you know, the word hell, right? Yeah. I mean, there's... There's all kinds of words that we can use to describe unmanageability, but I think yeah. I, I think I managed my repossession of my car pretty well. Yeah, I'm sure you did, man. That's so. Some would say that's unmanageable, right? That well, you're not my, managing things very well. My wife would agree. Yeah. So, so again, with our sober coffees, we're going to break down step one mm-hmm. and just talk about you know experience, right? Strength and hope, right? Right. And uh, so. You know, if you want a reference to, you know, our deeper dive stories, you can go back in the podcast library and, and see Mike's story um, and my story mm-hmm. uh, kind of dives in deeper to the experience side of it. Well, I look oh, a little more me. behind the counter there, Mike. A little more behind the counter. I'm sipping on my uh, my double latte today. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, experience. You know, I think that, that before... Well, you know, it's funny, Glenn, because because I I knew I had a problem with alcohol for a long time. So this word admit, 
really does jump off because I said it a lot. I, I knew it in the back of my head, but I never really took myself to that level of honesty to admit that I really, really, really uh, was powerless over alcohol. I mean, I just, I didn't take it to that level because I didn't want to believe it. I think that was my problem. I didn't want to believe it. Even though I knew it, I didn't want to believe it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... <clears throat> You'd have to be an idiot to look at my story, right? Mm -hmm. and, and say, I would have to be an idiot to say, hey, I, I don't have a problem with alcohol, mm -hmm. right? That I have control over this. I mean, I have so many examples, you know? So I didn't have a hard time admitting that I was powerless over alcohol. In fact, you know, I got to the point where the only way I could stop mm -hmm. was going to a hospital, going to a detox center. Mm -hmm. um, I could not stop on my own, could not physically stop. The shakes were too bad. I mean, I just, I had to get help. <clears throat> so, you know, I mean, I kind of realized that, right? Um, and then the word unmanageable, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was just in a cycle. I mean, I knew my life was unmanageable, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but, but for me, it was progressive. Right, you know, you know, if I'm at level 100, you know, everything's doing great in life and and, and everything's flying great, and now all of a sudden I, I'm at level five, mm -hmm. right? I would never go from 100 to five in one day. Right. You know, it's like they they say about the frog being boiled, right? Mm -hmm. If if you put a you know, frog in a boiling pot of water, he's not going to die because he's going to pop right out, mm -hmm. right? He doesn't want that heat. But the way to boil a frog is turn the degree up one degree a day, mm -hmm. right? So he doesn't really know it. And and that's how I look at my my path of alcoholism is progressively got worse every single day, every month. It just kept getting worse until I hit the bottom. Right. See, and, and, and in my journey as well, I, I found that my level of deceit, self-deceit went up a scale, went up a step every every day, every instance, because I told myself, uh, it, it, despite this evidence, I told myself that things weren't that bad, that that guy that over there, on it. that's right, yeah, that that guy over there had it a lot worse than I did. And, and I certainly was not out of control and my life was not unmanageable. It was just, it was just a, 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 I wasn't able to admit it. So my level of deceit, I just kept lying to myself it took back myself into a corner of acceptance to my own problem. Yeah, it's funny. When, when you first use the word deceit, you know, I first thought, well, how do you lie to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the way you explained it was great. It, it, it's like, it, it's not that my life has a problem, mm -hmm. but compared to the guy that's un, un, under the bridge, right. drinking out of a, you know, well, you sure. should actually drink out of yeah, a, right, a right. bag bottle, but, um, you know, that it's, it's not that bad. So, hey, I'm, I'm doing okay, right? Right. Right, I looked at the other frog, and back to your frog analogy, you know, I just told myself the water wasn't that hot. Right. Even though it was, it was boiling my feet, I told myself <laughs> the water wasn't that hot. It was 73 degrees. Now I understand your use of the word deceit. Yeah, right, right. right. And that, you know, to me anyway, that led to stress, you know, and, and the stress that I had to carry uh, to cover the deceitful web that I was weaving, you know, it added a lot of undue stress in my life. I mean, that's almost insanity, right? When, when just the mental power, as you just said, you know, of, of juggling all the stories. Sure. Right? Of juggling a life, you know, really 
overrun by alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. All your decisions are based on alcohol. All the stories, who do I tell what to when? How do I manage this? How do I manage my, my level of, you know, sobriety today or my hungoverness today? Mm-hmm. And for you, you know, you, you, you were the chemical experiment, right? right when sure. you were down, you took stuff to bring you up. Sure. And when you're up, yep, hey, took stuff to bring you yeah. down, right? Right. You know, so, yeah, you know, I, you know, I think for, for me, I think, you know, the way I, you know, put it is, you know, I was at a point in my life where I had everything I wanted, you know, and probably more than I ever dreamed of, you know, and then there was actually a time when, you know, in a pouring rainstorm, I'm on the keys, I'm, I'm on my knees trying to find, you know, coins in the bottom of my car to go to the bar and buy my next drink, right. you know, and, and, you know, that's just... High tops, low oh, bottoms. Oh, my gosh. Right, was, right. So, I was... My life was unmanageable. Right. Absolutely. Okay, I concur. It was. So what did we do to flip it? Yeah, so, I mean, as you know, as you're sharing our story, the uh, key for me was surrender. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that was... <sighs> I had to come to the point where I just said, look, Glenn's games don't work anymore. So many times I use the word, I've got this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and there there was a time I was 13 months sober, and I'm in a conference in Colorado. I'm on a balcony, a seven days great conference. Just nailed it from a work standpoint. I'm on the balcony looking at the Rocky Mountains, and I remember I was on the phone with my sponsor, doing the right stuff. I'm on the phone with my sponsor, and I remember telling him, "I've got this." Mm-hmm. And um, I drank all the way home. Oh. I mean, 13 months, you know, and, and just this another disastrous sure. relapse, um, you know, another hospitalization, um, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, I had to get to the point in 2014, you know, where I said, you know, I will do whatever you tell me to do. I just mm-hmm. can't take that next drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to get to the point where I needed a, I needed a clear-cut plan because the plans that I had laid out weren't working, changing up what I drank, changing the people I drank with, etc. So I needed, a, I needed a new plan. And what the 12 steps introduced me to was, was a step-by-step journey to recovery if I bought into each step. And so, you know, in, re, in the rehab I went to anyway, they parked on this first step for almost the full 30 days I was mm-hmm. there. You know, just you, they say this is the one step you got to do right, right? And and so I really had to park on it and and own the statement that I was powerless over alcohol and that my life had become unmanageable. And until I could get, until I, I could get past that, I couldn't proceed with my with my journey. And and so you know, for me, it was it was a pro, it was process, if that makes sense, more than. Uh, you know, more than practice. I just, I was willing to buy into a, into a process that was proven. And, um, and they quickly introduced me to other people that had proven that this worked for them, you know, and then I, then I come and met you, you know, and here we are doing coffees, but, you know, I met you and you said, yeah, the process works, Mike. And the first step, uh, is, is key. No. Yeah. And, and, and that takes me back to your story and, and, you know, kind of a, the first tool that you used mm-hmm. or first point of strength, which, you know, I've shared before that for me, my entire life, when, when you asked for help, you know, that was a weakness. Mm-hmm. 
You know, when, when, when you ask for help, that, that meant that I can't do it. And mm-hmm. I love being Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I love people and say, Hey, everything Glenn touches turns to gold. Mm-hmm. I was proud of that. Sure. So for me to ask for help. So I'm, I'm really focusing on, you know, the first thing that you did, mm-hmm. um, you know, your step one, right. Uh, the way I know your story sure. is when you were at that table on that early that morning and you know after another bender yeah um and you just said you said the word help i gave up i said the word help and it's so funny because so so many of us right really struggle with step one Mm -hmm. right um and and some of it's words right some Mm -hmm. of it's hey do we want to define ourselves as an alcoholic and um you know People sit there and say, well, I don't really have a drinking problem. I, I might once in a while, right. right? Meanwhile, you're passed out drunk on the train, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're hungover at work for the fifth day in a row, right? Or, or another relationship has failed. Or another, another job opportunity has gone to the wayside just because you weren't, you weren't in the game. Right. So, you know, the, the tools that, that we, we find for step one is, you know, to do step one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, a, a second key is the word we. Right. You know, because... Do it together. Yeah. I always thought that I had to be the man with the plan. Right. And uh, then I quickly realized on step one, right. it's a we program. Right. I no longer have to do it Glenn's way. Right. Because right. Glenn's way, I always flew the plane right into the side of the mountain. You know? Didn't work out well. Right. Right. So, you know, so as we look at, you know, kind of the... The hope section, right? Right, right? Okay, so so now I admitted I was powerless over alcohol. I got enough proof, right? Um, and yeah, I have enough proof that my life has become unmanageable. Right. You know, um, you know. Now what? Right. right. So step one is the one that that says, "Hey, don't drink." Right. Right. And and so for for me, um, it was okay. I've. I've got step one, mm-hmm. but now what, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's where the rest of, of the 11 steps come in. That's where the promises come in. Um, you know, and, and my hope part mm-hmm. of step one mm-hmm. is looking at Mike. Right. It's looking at Bob. It's looking at Jim. It's looking at Tim and saying, those guys didn't drink yesterday. Right. You know, if I do what they do, mm-hmm. And I have hope that my life can get better, that I can learn how to live a new way of living that I don't need to drink to escape from. That's right. So your so your hope is is hope. Your hope is hope. You know, for me I, in step one I find of like a freedom that that has come. Once I once I took that responsibility off of my shoulders, right, and said, Okay, it, it's not mine to fix anymore. My life would become unmanageable. I'm powerless. We, some, me, and somebody else can make this better. I found a new freedom. I found I found it very relieving uh, from from a stress standpoint. I I found that it was something I had the energy to tackle because I wasn't tackling it on my own. And that's why I love how you pointed the word "we" out out because we admitted we were powerless over alcohol. So here we are having a coffee talking about how to get better, right? That's I, right. If I were doing a coffee by myself, just with my ideas, it just wouldn't it wouldn't carry the same weight as it's carried for me in this program. Man, that is so true. And, you know, the hope I found was in the 12-step program. Right. 
um, you know, I had tried many, many doctors and, and I was frustrated with the doctors and I'm sure we'll do some sessions on that. You know, I was really frustrated with them because I had put so much hope. Right. You know, I remember sitting in front of a panel of 10 PhDs and they're like, Glenn, we're going to figure out why you, why you drink and we're, we're going to make it so you don't drink again. Right. You know, and, and like I look back at that today and I mock that. You know, and I shouldn't, but I do. Um, but I put so much hope. I remember mm-hmm. walking out of that meeting saying, oh, man, this mental pain, this this addiction, this alcoholism is going to be solved, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm going to be able to live a, a life without alcohol. But, you know, they, it, you know, failed, right? I tried so many medicines. You know, at one point I went into a rehab. I was on 11 different big meds, mm-hmm. right? I put so much hope and when I went to the drugstore, hey, this drug's going to help me this time. Right. You know, um, but I didn't see any concrete evidence in those different channels right. that it was working, right? I just heard words. I just heard, you know, you know, people's opinions. But when I stepped into the rooms of, of the 12-step program, I saw proof. Mm-hmm. I saw people saying, hey, I'm two years sober. I'm five years, 10 years, 12 years right. sober. I'm 30 days sober. Sure. I couldn't even imagine what right. that meant. Right. Um, and I'm sitting across across the table from somebody who is providing that hope for me. And then I'll leave this coffee, and, and no doubt in my journey this week, I'm going to be having a coffee with somebody else, and maybe I'm a little hope to them. Yeah, I just love the way it, it passes through. Love yeah. the way it passes through. You know, it really looking at our experience and then what we did, right? Mm-hmm. The, the tools that we used and the steps that we took and right. then, you know, things can be better. Right. Got to take the first step though, right? I mean, first, in any first journey. First step's really, really important and it's the hardest. It, it always is. I mean, the first time you walk into those rooms. Sure. I mean, that, that, that is a hard task. That's right. You know, but you know, I think that's where the hope comes in that, hey, I'm going to do this because I want that. That's right. And I want, and I want it. I know you do, brother. All right, man. Always love having coffee with you, Mikey. Yeah, Glenn, good stuff on step one. We'll see you next week. We'll talk a little bit about step two. All right, love it. All right, thanks, Thanks, Mikey. All right, bye. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.